This is a podcast by WKNC called The Local Beat. It is hosted by DJ Beowulf and runs every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. It features live interviews and performances by local musicians to showcase their art and promote upcoming events. The sessions will be released as podcasts on SoundCloud, Apple Music, and our blog, but be sure to tune in every week to hear The Local Beat live. Otherwise, you can find us on the previously listed platforms at WKNC 88.1. Keep it locked, rockers. I'm DJ Beowulf in studio with a member of Das Drip who will be performing at WKNC's Double Barrel Benefit this year. We are very excited to have a representative in today. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Rachel. I sing in Das Drip. Are there any other members of Das Drip? No, just me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Not the listeners. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's four of us. Uh, we've got Rich Ivy on guitar, and we've got Evan Williams on drums, and Josh Lawson on bass. That is very sick. I believe you are a past WKNC employee. Do any of the other band members have uh, ties to this establishment, this radio station? <laughs> um, I would say only by maybe a degree removed. I don't think any of them uh, actually did anything with KNC. Well, uh, I think only one of them went to school here, actually. But um, yeah, I did it for about four years. I had two radio shows. Well, three. I did three different radio shows. What were your uh, radio show subjects? So I started off on Chainsaw Rock when that was so sick. still on Thursdays. Yeah. Um, and that was really, really, really fun. <laughs> um, and then I started picking up uh, shifts for Doug Chaos for Shut the Punk Up. And then eventually Doug, I guess, moved on with his life, as people do. And I took it over uh, with my pal Nathan. And we ran on that with a for a while. And then we uh, added Noise Destroys Violence to it, which was a separate hardcore punk segment. Just a random question. Do you have any favorite hardcore bands that are like in the area? Since Double Barrel Benefit is going to be promoting local music and our favorite local radio station. <laughs> Let's talk about local hardcore. Ooh, yeah. There's a lot of really awesome bands. Uh, Vitna is out there killing it right now. Yeah, super. Uh, there's like a lot of stuff I think that comes out of the area that either, I don't know, 
maybe it goes somewhere, but even if it doesn't, it's like there's some really great talent in Raleigh. Um, speaking of really great talent, I am a pretty big fan of Das Drip. Would you say <laughs> that um, y'all fit into the mold of a hardcore band or what genre would you define yourself <laughs> as? That's a great question. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, we're... We're we're a hardcore punk band, but um, we're I think a little bit on the weird side of things. Um, Post punk bands tend to do that <laughs> a little, like yeah, a little. I don't know, a little out there, a little weird. Ever heard of a group called Q and Not You? I ha- I don't. Oh, dude, I've been listening to them, like, super heavily, and they are the coolest thing. Um, (laughs) They are classified as, like, post-punk, but they're more, like, in my head, I call them party punk, because they're just so, like, (laughs) upbeat, and ugh, it's killer. Um, But anyways, how did you join Dustrip? Because I'm aware that you are not a founding member. Um, Yeah, so the other three members of the band were members of Whatever Brains when that was a thing, and... um, they got together they were like hey we want to do some more music together we need a singer for this and not really wanting to i guess pull from the same group of people that tend to you know do Mm -hmm. bands together consistently they put up a flyer at sorry state at the record store and i used to go there every now and then and pick up records and I mean I still do um and I just popped in one day and I saw that and it was always like a dream in the back of my head to like sing in a punk band and I saw the flyer and I was just like yeah okay it was a really crudely drawn um stick figure like yelling into a mic more like a sick figure am I right (laughs) (laughs) uh insert audible finger guns (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and so it just it had little pool strips that said punk and then Rich's email on the back and I took it and I emailed him and I was like hey I don't know what the heck I'm doing but I'm interested in meeting you guys and uh yeah, I think I was the only person who did, so the job was mine. <laughs> well, flash forward, y'all are a power band, and uh, it's pretty <laughs> exciting that you're going to be playing at Double Barrel Benefit. What time and what day will you be performing? So we're playing on the first night, which is, I believe, the first of February, um, and we're going to kick th- kick things off, so... Ooh, uh, you're yeah. the opener of the yeah. night. So whatever gets whatever time it gets going, that's what time will be. Well, there is no better way to get an audience moving than starting with a punk band. So yeah. that's definitely gonna be something to look forward to. It might shock some people who come for like last year we had drug charge play and <laughs> yes, f- that was so good. <laughs> but I don't think anything can be more shocking than the front man coming out in like a leather thong. That was so good. And, I like, was whipping himself on stage. So surprised that um that they got drug that they got drug charged to play that and um yeah nick is incredible and they just that was a really great way to (laughs) a good thing to add to double barrel in in my opinion of course um and i don't know i don't really remember what the overall reaction was because i was just like yeah (laughs) i was uh i was in the crowd for that one because i had volunteered to run the merch table i was like freshly a dj at that point and i was like i just want to get involved (laughs) Uh, and i remember going um and i showed up early so i could see drug charge before having to do my shift 
Um, and I was like, this is sick. I am so glad I work for WKNC. Yeah, I definitely heard a couple of people be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? Broaden your horizons, guys. That's a pretty typical like, response to them. Yeah, but no, they're awesome. Every time I see them, I'm just like, I don't know. But I think I think they, they seem to be, uh, I don't know, quieter these days. Um, maybe they're doing something. I don't actually know, but... Well, this isn't a drug charge interview. This is about Dastrip, so <laughs> we're going to switch them. it right back over. I love them, too. It is A-OK. Um, so you mentioned that you joined Dastrip through a flyer. Yeah. However, your Instagram title is Craigslist Singer. Yeah. Um, so all of our reviews when we first put out our demo were, or even just like info about us for shows online would be former members of Whatever Brains plus some person <laughs> um and one in particular one review i forget where it was but it said former members of whatever brains plus a craigslist singer or a singer from craigslist or something like that and i thought that was hilarious because i, I didn't actually come from craigslist i but i mean i kind of came from like the analog version of craigslist the i guess analog so. version <laughs> just a flyer in the record store <laughs> That's a that's actually a pretty cool nickname. It's kind of a tough title. I like it. <laughs> I, I like um, it and like I said, flash forward, you guys are a power band. You've seemed to have gelled really well. Do you guys have any like inside jokes between the band that are just cutesy and fun to share with the audience? Cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So every time that I would type out Dash Drip on my phone, it would autocorrect to Dad's Drip, which is gross. Um, but Honestly, the Dad Drip is just like cut off cargo shorts and like a Ralph Lauren polo. <laughs> That's the drip that dads wear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought it was really cute, so I started calling them all my dads to be weird um, and. I don't know it just kind of stuck so now like anytime somebody's like hey you guys want to play this show i'm like let me ask the dads and um, that's cute that actually yeah. is really cute I, I i think it's cute and um i just i don't know it's uh when i first joined i thought like these guys are a little bit older than me um and like there's no way i'll really feel like i fit in with them ever you know they've been so into the raleigh punk scene for you know a decade or at least a decade and um i'm just coming in like i always consider myself like you know raleigh punk scene like on the periphery yeah like, the fringe i like of it, it but i'm not really super close with all the people um so uh i just didn't see myself being able to like you know have a really great connection with them which i obviously hoped would happen and um, now it has but yeah i didn't know them at all coming into it and so i was really shy for the first several months and um it's just yeah but now they're my dads and it's everybody's good that's really really <laughs> sick um so with your dads you guys have made some pretty cool music if the listeners wanted to check it out where would they be able to find such a thing and what do you have out already yeah so super easy to find there's some youtube videos um <laughs> They don't probably sound that great, but you can check them out. Yeah, um, a couple of YouTube videos of your live sets, right? Yeah, from like the Bunker shows. Um, and some of them are back from when I was still like really shy, like I was just saying. And uh, I, I feel like live has gotten a little bit more fun since then, but still fun to look back on. Um, and then we also have a Bandcamp and we have our demo posted on that. And it's just dashstrip.bandcamp.com or whatever.
super sick. And I saw that all of the uh, song titles were super sick, actually. I think one of them was Lit Dick, and that really just stuck out in my mind. Yeah, that came from my time here, actually, at um, whenever I was in grad school for English. Just uh, I wrote that song um, in my last year of the program, and it just I got so tired of, you know, these dudes that come in like, I know everything about, you know, great literature. (laughs) Uh Oh, so it's lit dick. Yeah. Not like the slang phrase, like, oh, so lit. I'm not, like, I'm a young millennial, but I'm not that (laughs) that hip with the lingo. So, (laughs) yeah. um, No, it's, uh, like, literature. Like, (laughs) I don't know. That's actually pretty cool. That's a a little fact I didn't know. (laughs) Um, In regards to music that you'd hope to be making, what can we look forward to? Um, uh, yeah, so we're recording next week um, in Greensboro with Legit Biz, which is really exciting. Um, and that will come out as a record. And probably if everything goes well with recording, we like the way things sound, it'll probably be a full length release, which is really, really exciting. I did, it kind of happened really fast. Like I didn't think we would uh get that many songs together that's like the first mark of like being a real band like (laughs) i I don't mean to say that derogatorily no (laughs) it's just like every band's like first lp release is like that milestone yeah i agree it um it took me a long time to even feel like dash drop was a band that i you know was not just like singing for but was actually in um just because like I said I came in from the periphery it took me a while to get comfortable so it's really cool to be like okay I'm like feel really good in this and now we're recording all this music and I feel like you know when I started out writing lyrics was what should like punk lyrics be about and now it's just like whatever the hell I want (laughs) I feel like writing and as know. a punk lyricist, do you have any artists who have inspired the way you write? Obviously, because you were an English major, a lot of your writing may have come from actual authors. But in regards to music, who would you say is your uh, forefather? Oh, it's your dad. <laughs> My dad. It's hard to say. Well, I will say when I first joined the band, I was um, really into looking up uh, the Hate Five Six uh series on youtube of uh hardcore shows and such and i would find the ones that were um i I don't really love the term female fronted but for lack of a better term female fronted Mm -hmm. um just you know to get some inspiration on like what it's like to sing in a band um and so i would say two two that really stood out to me were gouge away um so from good. florida yeah so good. and then torso um who finally just released new music uh like last week which i'm really excited about but um, i'm actually not aware of that band i'll be sure to check them out they're so good those were two of the um the biggest i I guess inspirations to me um maybe not so much with lyrics but just I guess attitude um and just being able to like to own own your space so that's not something I ever knew how to do in any area of my life so especially like coming into this band like where you know when we play like a lot of eyes are on me it's like okay I need to own my space now um so but I would say like in terms of lyrics a lot of it actually does come from more literary influence or just life things that you have a favorite me. song that you've written 
Um, I have a favorite song, and it's it's my favorite. It's not the rest of my band's favorite. That's so, okay. Um, I'm asking you. Yeah. <laughs> um, too bad. They're not here to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, dads. You're missing out. <laughs> um, my favorite is not because of my lyrics, but just I just love the song. It's Swastikini, which... Um, was about I was also on the demo on Bandcamp on the demo yeah I was in Wilmington for a summer the summer that I actually joined the band um and I was working at Wings and this guy come came in and was like you got any rebel flags um any of your bikinis for my wife <laughs> and I was like no oh my god he got really mad and he was like too bad you don't have any swastikas on bikinis or something because apparently that's a thing that happened at a different wings where oh my god. the pattern looked sort of like swastikas and they got in trouble and so I, he was just trying to rile me up or whatever and it just made me so mad and so clearly it worked yeah the lyrics are like really stupid for how funny of a story it is the lyrics don't do it justice but I think the song is really fun because every time we every time we play it, I just think back to that ridiculous summer where I was working at Wings and having to deal with all the rednecks out at Carolina Beach. <laughs> For the audience members who come to Double Barrel Benefit, will the music we hear during your set be exclusively from the demo, or can we look forward to some secret future releases? Yeah, so yeah, it won't. It probably won't be much from the demo at all. Actually, um, we haven't talked about it yet, but. Um, We'll probably do a good mixture, but we have a lot more music that has come since the demo that will probably be our focus. We just played a show on Wednesday and we didn't play anything at all from the demo. So it's not that we don't like those songs anymore. We've just been playing them for so long. So they're new to us, new to you. It's going to be a new experience then. Yeah, it's going to be really fun (laughs) if I can memorize the lyrics. (laughs) Is there anything else fun that's coming up that Dostrip is doing? Um, We've... We've got um, a few songs that we recorded for the Sorry State comp that's coming out soon. Um, I don't know that there's an official release date for it yet, but that's been in the works for a while. And Daniel down at Sorry State has been working so hard on it, and we're really, really stoked about that. Um, and then just in general, just we've got a few random shows coming up, but mostly we're really excited about the comp because it's going to showcase so many really excellent Raleigh or, well, North Carolina in general, like Greensboro, Raleigh, whatever, the whole thing. So many of the really awesome people that we know and love who are going to have a chance to shine and local artists as well with like photography and art um, going to be in the booklet for it. So it's going to be really cool. So that is super yeah. sick. And I hope uh, closer to that release, I can get the rest of Dostrip in to talk about it. That would <laughs> yeah. be really, really cool. Good luck with that. I would say they're, <laughs> they're all. I'll try. Elusive. <laughs> elusive boys, elusive dads. The dads yeah. <laughs> Insert that like my dad ran away joke. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm totally joking. My father and I have a great relationship. <laughs> yeah. um, but on a less awkward note, at Double Barrel Benefit, what can we expect from your set? You mentioned that you'd been watching a lot of Hate Five Six videos, uh, learning how to own your space. <laughs> Do you feel that you've grown into your space and how so will you present it? I think I'm still growing into it. Um, and... I see a lot of things that inspire me. The The band that we played with on Wednesday night, Sloppy Jane, was <laughs> blew my mind. They were incredible. Um, and I, while I don't think I'll necessarily take that sort of energy into my own performances, it did kind of get me thinking. So I'm hoping that um, I, you know, I don't know. We'll see. It kind of, <laughs> it's like... 
how much energy do I have on this day in particular? You got to take um, a big nap beforehand. But, yeah, but I will say, uh, Rich in particular scares me <laughs> when we play because he just looks, he looks like he's possessed. So I would say maybe pay less attention to me and look at Rich and watch What does he play so the audience can know? He's on guitar. So I would definitely, he is, he is way more fun to watch than I am, I promise. He is crazy. And um, Evan's really fun to watch too. Evan does a lot with such a small drum set up so um if any of you guys play drums or are interested in drums definitely like make it a point to watch what evan does he's really skilled with he doesn't use any toms or anything it's just really real so he's got a pretty setup. limited set yeah so and he just a sick kid. yeah he's yeah he's he's really incredible with having such a limited like i guess uh number of options on drums to hit uh he He's really great and just really fast. So, um, yeah. And, I mean, of course, I can't leave Josh out. Josh is really fun, too, although he tends to lurk in the shadows. So maybe, Basis like, do that. yeah, like, just, yeah, exactly. Yell at him in between songs if you can. Um, just be like, hey, Josh. I'll be there. Get, I'll do that. Get back in the center. He <laughs> joked last time that he would just be behind me the whole time, like, right behind me so that he could show up in pictures because <laughs> we'll get, the uh, we'll get like, the, the rest of us, and then Josh will be too far out. And so he won't be in the shot. <laughs> That's a, actually something I've never heard before. I feel like mostly when bands are like, oh, yeah, we didn't get one member in the photos. It's like the drummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we have uh, a really funny picture of us. I was, it was actually a combination of pictures that were taken of us at the bunker. That is <laughs> all of us just looking insane. And then. Evans just like you can just see the corner like just his one eye <laughs> over the symbol like he just poking out over it it's really funny um so yeah I don't know I would say wherever you are make sure you maneuver yourself so that you can get a good peek at everybody because everybody's interesting to watch <laughs> well if everyone is excited is as excited for this set as I am they will definitely be moving and grooving so <laughs> no one should be standing in one spot the whole time I hope not but I mean hey do what you gotta do I'm probably gonna have fun either way so that's all that matters yeah. it's your set yeah and it's super exciting to be able to play a double barrel after doing you know years of volunteering for it and promoting it on my shows that I did here um so super like just I'm, I'm I wish I could do this as not a student but so it's super cool to have some ways to be able to stay involved with the station well thank you for coming back in I just have yeah. a couple more questions for you and then we can wrap it up cool do you have a favorite set or show you have ever played oh gosh um <laughs> I don't know that I have a specific favorite, but I would say playing at the bunker has always been my favorite because that's where all the people that I know the best are, you know, like my friends and stuff. And, um, and it's just, you know, it's, it's just a little basement. So it's like, <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like per the light is purple in there, which is my favorite color. So maybe that has a lot to do with it, but it's just, it's just really fun. Um, and it's just goofy and it's, you know, really low pressure. So that's the kind of place where, you know, uh, you can go for a really easy sort of fun time. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> do you have a favorite show or set you have ever been to? Oh, that's another good one. Um, I, Oh, wow. I, it's really hard for me to answer um, those sorts of questions. Of course, the Sloppy Jane uh, set that I saw on Wednesday, which I already mentioned a couple of times, was incredible. I think that will be the best band I 
we'll see in 2019 already um wow starting but, it off early yeah but yeah exactly um but to circle back i guess to torso i think that um seeing them was um back way before i even started thinking about potentially singing for a punk band that was they played at kings and i think that was like 2015 that was really really awesome and then i did also see gouge away like a year or so ago out they at were on tour Co. with a uh, culture abuse recently right yeah i think so and this particular one was with uh touche amore which was really Sick. fun i love them um so uh yeah, and I got to meet Christina, the singer, for Gouge Away, and I told her, like, oh, yeah, I just started a band, and we just recorded a demo. And she was so sweet. She was like, so send cute. it to me. And, of course, I never did because she was just saying it to be nice, but she was really nice. And so it's one of those things where you look up to a band so much, and then you finally get to meet them, and they're everything that you hope they would be. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's probably going to really stick out, and my memory is a good one. It's a, uh, it's a really surreal experience when you meet a band, and they're yeah. everything you hope it to be because, for me, like – Whenever you meet a band and they're just great, it reminds me that like they're great and they're just regular people and that yeah. makes them even greater. Yeah, exactly. And like with Gouge Away, I feel like I, I don't know that they ever expected to get as popular as they did, but um, Touche Amore kind of just like took them under their wing and took them on a couple of tours and they deserve to, uh, you know, have, to succeed yeah, yeah, because they're really great and um, they're, you know, they're the things that they, the things that the lyrics are about um and the things that they value are you know really like i don't know i guess just just good stuff you know like they sing a lot about you know uh veganism and violence against women and stuff and i'm not gonna sit here and like you know say whatever about either of those things but obviously like you know their hearts are in the right place with their music and what they do with their influence well those are both themes that are um pretty true and everlasting within like hardcore yeah. as a genre yeah so i think it's really cool to see modern bands carrying that torch a yes, little bit absolutely um so i have one final question for you okay. and this one's a little more creative <laughs> okay if das drip were to play a set with any band you would like let's go das drip as the opener and two others who okay. would those two others be okay i've actually thought about this a little bit I, that is so I, cool i have one band off the top of my head that i can mention uh and i'll think about the other as i talk but um there was a band in Asheville called weak wrists that i loved so much and they're not a band anymore but i think about this a lot just if uh if they would get back together and play a set <laughs> one time. and we could play with them that would be really really cool um and uh Gosh, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it too much, but I I think it I think it I don't know. We played with Lightning Bolt um, last March, which was really cool. Um, so maybe to play with another band that has more of a a reach like that, where like people come out for that, but they end up like getting stuck having to see us too. Um, you make it sound like it's just, a bad thing to see you, but it's just it's just fun when you when you get to play. You know. Um, we, we got to play a sold-out show at King's, which was really cool. So maybe something else um, along those sorts of lines. Hell, what what the heck? Let's get Gouge Away in here. Hell just, yeah, like, throw I it on there. I didn't want to say it because I've talked about them so much. But yeah, we Chris You're just consistent. and then Gouge Away. Yeah, we Chris were incredible, though. So I, would, I listen to them all the time. I wish they would. 
Put well, Dostrip <laughs> is also incredible, and it has been an incredible interview with you. Thank you. Thank you for coming <laughs> in. Uh, last note, once again, Double Barrel Benefit will be happening February 1st and 2nd. Tickets for one night are $14, and tickets for both nights are $24. A deal. You get to save four whole dollars there. <laughs> um, so please come on out. Dustrip is opening on the very first night. This has been DJ Beowulf and the local beat. We are out! <laughs> Yay!